Welcome, you are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney turned alchemist, and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. Listen to conversations with courageous souls who've stepped out of their comfort zone and designed a new way of life. They'll share their experiences, wisdom and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. All right, I'm here today with Tommy and Allison and we're going to talk about their overseas life redesign. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. uh, Yeah, how fun. I've been looking forward to doing this interview. So, well, where I usually like to start is to just have you guys tell me how this uh, relocation came about. So I came to the island for my 30th birthday 11 years ago and um, fell in love with the island. And when we got together... We, we were trying to go to St. Lucia. <clears throat> yeah, we were trying to go. So she came for her 30th with a girlfriend whose parents had been coming here since the mid-80s or yeah. late-70s for a long time. And so at the time, we were just friends. And a year later, we had gotten together and um, originally wanted to go to St. Lucia. And I had my standard two weeks corporate America holiday you know, vacation. It was later in the year. I think I had maybe five days left. And to get from Atlanta, where we were living, to St. Lucia was a full day there. And a day and a half to get back with all the connections you had wow. to make. And so we were talking, like, oh, baby, I just don't think we have enough time to get all the way out there. And Allison said, well, let's just go to Isla Harris. And I literally, I said, where is that? And she said, Mexico. And I said, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I have no desire. Because, again, this was 10 years ago. You know, in North American press, all you hear is terrible things, terrible things, terrible things. We came anyway. Uh, literally did, just fell in love with it. And started coming back more and more. And then at some point decided that we were going to move here. And I think that your only experience with Mexico at the time was Tijuana. So you're like, no. (laughs) It was. I used to work in San Diego. We would go across the border to Tijuana. It was terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I lived in Orange County for 20 years. And Tom's from Newport Beach. So, yeah, we're well-versed in Ensenada, Tijuana. Yeah, different different deal for sure. For sure. And literally, it it is... Probably one of the best accidents, if you will, that, I mean, certainly for me, I would like to think for you as well, that, yeah, we just came and fell in love, and over the years, we stopped vacationing in other places, and just spending more and more time here, got to know many of the locals, both Mexican and and Americans who had moved down here, Canadians, folks from all over the world, some of our dear friends from Australia, Um, and so it just became home, yeah. We were down at um, Castilla de Garifón, and we met this couple And they had um, been living here for I don't even know how many years, and they were doing a shoe sort of charity. And we just, we really enjoyed talking to them. And they said they lived here, and we looked at each other. We said, ooh, what do we need to do to get down here? We want to do that, like everybody else does. But then we actually put a five-year plan in place. Okay, that was going to be my next question is, um, was this kind of spur of the moment, or was this something that you... we're planners. Definitely was not spur of the moment. We did have a five-year plan. Allison, where she worked, they were two years into a seven-year lease at the the women's clothing store she ran back in Atlanta. And so we talked about it for a while and decided that at the end of... And she did with her best friend who owned the store. When that seven-year lease was up, they weren't going to renew the lease. They would shut the store down. And that I would retire and that we would we would move down here. So we did. We had a five-year sort of, you know, ease-in period, if you will. 
And in that time, I think it was advantageous to us because we spent, that's when, again, we were spending more and more time here, coming down multiple times a year. And for a very small island, you know, Eastman Harris is very different north to south. For an island that's four and a half miles long and half mile wide. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) It's vastly different. You know, if you want, if you want to have, you know, food and bars and all that stuff, you stay in center on the north end, right? And you've got traffic and the noise and everything that goes with that. If you want peace and quiet, you go to Punta Sur. Mm -hmm. Well, but if you're hungry at 830 at Punta Sur, there's really no other option. So, ergo, we end up mid-island, so we got the best of both worlds. And, and you know, we really spent that time, I think, being constructive and, and focusing on how we were going to approach this move down here and where we wanted to be exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you have a background in retail. I do. And what's your professional background, Tom? Uh, most recently, I actually have a background in, in logistics and retail as well and somehow leveraged that into the world of software and technology, um, designing forecaster and replenishment software, and then got into uh, a little bit heavier software applications and spent my last 10 years with AT&T developing um, video communications uh, solutions. Okay. Yeah. And you said you lived outside of the United I, States I during did. part of I that did. time? I did. After, uh, after undergrad, I, was in the, um, I joined the Air Force. And I lived in Washington, D.C., and then I went to Japan for two years. Uh, part of my jobs, uh, after I got out of the military, I worked for HSBC. I lived in Hong Kong for a while. Um, I've, I mean, I, my career took me all over the world. I've lived in London. I've worked in Amsterdam. I've been all over Asia. It's had a, a really great, great career. Okay, so you got to see lots of other parts of the world before settling on this little five-mile yeah. island <laughs> yeah, for sure. in Mexico. Yeah. Did you? So you never considered Asia or Europe or any uh, of those this places? Point, no, but I would say that I think at some point in our future, I'm not sure that Isla, Allison has always wanted to be a, a, a globe a globe trotter mm-hmm. and, and hop and skip around. And I think at some point in the future, whether that's 10, 15, 20 years, yeah. we, may, we may end up in, in Asia. Um, Vietnam, I think, holds a, a great appeal to both of us. Um, so we may end up over there at some point, but, but now this is, this is home. And we, we just enjoy Mexico and exploring Mexico so much. There's so much here. Yes. You know, it's a wonderful country. It is. And our parents are still young. Okay. And so I want to be able for them to come to visit us. It's only a two hour, you know, flight. Mm-hmm. They can come and see us because right. they knew that I was going to escape them one day because they always knew that I was this sort of, you know, wanderlust and free Adventure. traveler or whatever. Yeah. And so they love it that we live here. They're like, woo, we're coming to see you. And they keep threatening to move down here too. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fun? We yes. might be like everybody loves Raymond with them across the street. So. <laughs> Um, pro tip, if you're listening and you want to move down here, build a one-bedroom house for, for this exact reason. It's wonderful. Right. Or do like we did four-bedroom house that's a rental, and then there you you've go. got plenty right. of room for everybody to come yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So um, as you were going through your five-year plan, were there any obstacles that came along in the process? or We ended up... Selling everything. Okay. Selling the house. We had a estate sale and we lived in a one bedroom apartment for a year. So oh, as that process okay. began, I think the four years we were like, la la la, this is we're not we're not moving anytime soon. And then all of a sudden we're it like, was we're there. Moving. Oh my god. We, yeah, it's funny, I shared this story today earlier at the uh, at, at the bar. I shared this with someone. Um yeah, we we again we had that five year ramp up period and about year four, we you know, got the house on the market and got everything ready to sell and sold the cars and everything sold quickly. So we moved into a, into a one-bedroom apartment just preparing to move down here. And for the first four years and ten months that we were back there, it wasn't a big deal. We're doing this. But about the two months before we did it, there were some sleepless <laughs> nights. Like, we were looking at each other like, are we really doing this? Reality hits you. 
quickly. Like it was, it <laughs> oh. kind of smacked us in the face. Oh, it's like, are we really going to do this? And what are we, are we nuts? <laughs> yeah. And I honestly, I think one night we were laying in bed and I was like, well, We've already told everyone we're doing it, so we so have we to have do to. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about this for five years yeah, now. Yeah, but no one that will never let us live it down if we don't do this. Like, we have got to do this. And we, like, both retired, so yeah. we we had to. We had to. And so, but it was, I mean, it, it's funny. Yeah, that, that realization kind of snuck up on us. That five years went by so fast, you know, and prepping and getting everything ready and, and preparing our lives and our families for us coming down here. Um, it went by really quickly and, uh, you know, best thing we've ever done, hands down, no doubt. Okay, so okay. no second thoughts about it? No, and not, never once. not and, once. And how long has it been? It'll be two years in May. Okay. Next year. So right about a year no, and a half now, full-time, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. And you are not retired. You actually work. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we worked corporate America and came down here and, and you know, it's – it. I keep, uh, and I'll probably do it again, but I don't know, refer to this, but it is a very small island. And, and for someone like me, I need to be busy. So I do. I manage the Soggy Peso Bed and Cocktail. And then we also started a company called Bio Green Blue. And we provide biodegradable goods for restaurants, bars, hotels, homes. Oh, that's your company. Yes, yes. that's us. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. did not know that. Yeah. I knew about the company, but I, I didn't know, we, know. We don't like, that's you know. Us. Yeah. That's oh, us. okay. So, yeah. So there was, a, there was an, an opportunity there, and it was something Absolutely. that needs to be done because, you know, plastic oh, is everywhere. Yes. Um, so it just, it, it, the opportunity sort of presented itself, and, and we were thinking the right place at the right time. And The timing was perfect. Yeah. I mean, with the laws going in exactly. without, you know, no more plastics in the grocery stores, and uh, right. yeah, right. awesome. So, yes, we started that, and yeah, it's, it's been great. It's been fun. It's definitely been an adventure for sure. Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. And so how did the Soggy Peso uh, matchup come about? Yeah. So we've known Mal and Sally, who've owned Soggy since, you know, it started 12 years ago. And uh, we're sitting at the bar one day. <clears throat> and Mal just had, a, you know, was having one of those days. And, you know, you're going to have, even though we live in paradise, you're going to have those days where, right. it's, you know, you have customer difficulties or problem with supply or traffic, you know, golf cart, whatever it is. And I was sitting there and we kind of were commiserating back and forth on like, oh, I really like to have something to do to keep, keep busy down here. And it just really came from that conversation of me needing something to do and him wanting a little bit less to do. And that's really how it started. It was just a simple conversation. Yeah. And so here we are a year, it was July of last yep. year, so, little more July of year. 2018 that I started there. And, um, yeah, it's been great. It's been awesome. And we love them so much. Oh, yeah. They're wonderful. They're yeah. We've known them for, yes. for about the same amount of time. So everybody so. likes to say that we run soggy. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I just go up there and drink. So, <laughs> well, no. <that's> <laughs> and true. I visit with everybody. You're my bouncer in yes. the, the high season. Yes. <laughs> I'm the muscle. That's right. I put her at the gate. That's nice. I like it. Yeah. You need it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Well, it's better than, you know. And she's much, stuff. much better at than I am because I would, I would probably make people angry and she's very charming. And everyone <laughs> Waits there with a smile on their face versus oh. cursing me under their breath if it were me at the door. Ah. <laughs> How funny. So did you, so you retire, you're very young, both of you, obviously. Um, and so I'm curious about this whole retirement yeah. I- ideal that you had. I mean, when you, you said, you know, you retired from your corporate America jobs, but I mean, did you think about like, what are my days going to be like when I get to this new country and was that of concern to you? Or? For me, I you know, I, I kind of knew what the days would be like just because we were spending so much time here. I, we knew, we definitely knew what we were getting into. And that, you know, that's a very interesting point. I've, 
Especially being at Soggy Peso, because people people love it there. They come down, oh my God, I love this. I want to move down here. Right. And it's their first time, and I've seen it. They move down. They're here two months, and they leave. Well, because they they're are here on vacation, yeah. and they're not they're prepared, not prepared for, for You can't be, live on vacation for last year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That, I guess that's where I'm going with it is like, you know, did you have a, an idea of what your life would be like? I think we had an idea because at, at one point we had some rental properties. So we were dealing with, with the the maintenance issues and the scheduling issues and getting someone to come and fix things and finding the places to go and get things done. Uh, so, again, we had a... We had a, a I won't say really good, but we had a, an understanding of yeah. what life here was like. Okay. And I like to say that, you know, we have simplified our life and we, we live a simple life. It's not an easy life necessarily. Those are two, two different things I've come to realize. A simple life and an easy life are two different things. So I think for us, you know, being, being that we, you know, we are, we are fairly young. I'm, I'm, I just turned 51 last week. She'll be a beautiful age of, <laughs> I won't say it. 41. I don't care. There you go. In, in two weeks. Um, and, and we're very forced to be able to do that. But again, we were adequately prepared, I think, for what it takes to live down here. We knew we needed structure. Okay. And so I usually don't leave the house Monday through Friday before five. I just try to keep myself busy here. Or if there's something I can do that's not hanging out at the bar or, you know, that kind of thing, just to make myself have structure. And what does that look like? <sighs> Let's see. Dogs. The dogs. I walk them. <clears throat> About three or four times yeah. a day. Wow, good for you. Yes. Yeah. I try to be at Shadrawi all the time. I've decided to become more of a homemaker because I never <sighs> had a chance to do that because I worked 50 hours a week. Oh. And I sat in three and a half hours of traffic every single day of my life. Oh, we lived in downtown Atlanta. I worked outside of the perimeter. And so, I've been in Atlanta traffic. It's not, it's not pretty. And it's, it's gotten 1,000% worse. We were back there for a wedding. I oh, yeah. That, she but, did 36 miles each way through that traffic. Oh, so it man. Was yeah, it was nuts. So, you know, I've just sort of enjoyed... When you work out the beach with Laura I do, and your I friends. Do. Yes, the beach we do the beach boot camp. We've, we've kind of slacked on that. We need to get back on it, girls. And... Um, so just kind of, and whatever, and the day is always different, honestly, because somebody would be like, hey, I need this. Hey, I need that. And I can just go and help do whatever I can to help. So that's fun. Okay. And I've been trying to learn how to cook better. <laughs> well, there's some great cooking classes on the island. I know, and I'm dying to go and do those. That I would know. be awesome. Like, I go know. and see Ricardo. We were supposed yeah. to do one last Saturday, but he was already full. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to so. gotta get in early. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. But having having structure, it's a, it's a great, I like that phrase, structure will save you, I think, here. And, you know, and we've, we've all seen it. People come, they get, our, our day-to-day here for most people is drinking. And right. And that can become... Right. You can become dangerous, you know, and we've had friends who've left and gone to rehab and either come back or haven't come back. Um, because if you're not, if you don't have structure or something constructive to do with your, with your life, that becomes the default, I think, almost. And if it's a person like me, I can only sit on the beach for so long. Right. I yeah, that's what I would, would think. And you have a military background, right. so obviously that's very structured. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I need so, regimentation. Yes, yes, I need discipline. <laughs> yeah. So your first year, what did you do your first year before you uh, hooked up at Soggy? In so what, of- it had been, it was only really only about three months before I before I hooked up at Soggy. Okay. And that three months was, was enough for me to be like, I, I need to do something or this isn't going to work out for, okay. me, for, for me. Okay. So you yeah. really kind of didn't have the structure the first three months. No. And that's... No. We were freewheeling it and we were doing those things. Like We, we were, were going... on vacation. And I think that's a, a rule when everybody moves here. At six months, you're going to be like, wow, trying to get yourself adjusted. Yeah. And you're not on vacation anymore. And it takes about six months to realize that. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. So is that something you thought about before you came or or it just didn't no. not really. No. So that that, that sort was of was like, thing, that was, that was, that was the one thing we missed. That was the one thing we missed. Yeah. What am I going to do with my time? Yeah. When yeah. I, we, once we, I get here. We're coming down here, that was the one thing we missed in our sort of daily observation or observations of life on Isla was Yes. Well, we're here on vacation, so everyone's at the bar with us cuz we're here on vacation. Well, no, that's just what people do. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, there's there's no shortage of places, great places to go and drink, and great places to go and eat. And you know, we have a lot of friends here, and it's just it's a very social. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not I'm not casting dispersions one way or another. No. So it's a wonderful place, and we have great friends we enjoy spending time with, whether that's in a bar or a restaurant or someone's house or the beach or wherever. We enjoy that immensely. But after months and months of that, <clears throat> yeah, gets old. It does. Yeah, you have the structure. Yeah, definitely. So, and then Saturday and Sunday. Free for all. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday we <laughs> Saturday and Sunday we whoop it up. Yeah, like <laughs> ah, it's ten o'clock. We can have rum and coke now. Why not? Let's finish my breakfast. <laughs> right. Good for you. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castillito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top ten beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castellitocaribe.com www.castillito C-A-R-I-B-E dot com. We look forward to seeing you soon. Integrity Vacation Property Management. Trust, truth, results. From buyer's representative services to rental market analysis, staging, marketing, and full-service property management, achieving your goals is our top priority. Visit our website at www.integrityvpm.com and get our free guide, Self-Manage or Hire, a Property Owner's Checklist of Issues to Consider. Contact us for a free consultation to see if we can help you maximize the return on your investments. Integrity VPM, raising the bar in vacation property management. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. So, have you done any traveling in Mexico since you've arrived here? Yeah, have plans so, to? The first time we did was probably five or six years ago now. Uh, adventure book. Oh, yes, your adventure book. Freddie Medina, who used to work <laughs> yes, at Yes, absolutely. Sunday, so, we were asking, he was a really dear friend. Um, as a matter of fact, I saw him this morning, Shabrao, what he said, say hello, hello. by the way. Um, he told us, you, you guys have to get off the island. We were like, well, you know, where should we go? Right. He told us about a town called Valle de Lee, which is yes. 90 minutes west of us. And we went, and it was absolutely charming. It was amazing and wonderful. We loved it. Uh, a couple of years after that, we went out to Merida. Oh yeah. And so we used that sort of as our, as a, as a, Oh, I'm sorry. It was Valle de Lee. We used as our base because yes. Chichen Itza is about 16 kilometers mm-hmm. West. We did that one day and we were able, because we stayed in Valle de Lee, we were able to get out there and get back, see all of it before the tour buses even showed up around 11, 1130. Awesome. So we basically had the whole place to ourselves, nice. which was wonderful. Yes. yes. And I think the next day, on the way back from Chichen Itza, we stopped at a couple of cenotes, which are amazing. I uh, really enjoyed that. Went back to Valladolid. The next day, we went to Ekbalam, which is just a little bit north of the, of the city, another uh, Mayan site. 
and just yeah, it was it was wonderful. Just a great experience. Uh, we went to Merida again uh, a couple years ago mm-hmm. uh, with Mount with Mount Sally last summer. Actually, last summer, yeah. <clears throat> We've been to Akamal. We've been down to a tiny place called Playa Pareso, which is about just south of Puerto Morelos. About okay. ten minutes south of Puerto Morelos and about twenty minutes north of Playa del Carmen. Okay, but that's that's really that's about all we've done. Those those four <laughs> places we had planned to go to Mexico City this September. You know, Soggy Peso closes for two weeks in sure. September, and we were going to go out there. And I don't even know what happened. We ended up just not going. Oh, we ended up going to Playa Preso yes. for a week. <laughs> Sorry, that's right. Yes, we left our island home to go to a beach house. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. I was to say there's else no in beach the world. in Mexico City. You know that, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, but we do want to do more exploring. You know, I think Chiapas is definitely on our list, just from the the natural beauty side of it. Um, Oaxaca is on our list from the food side. Mexico City. I think two, three, four, I forget the number of the top 10 or 15 restaurants in the world are in Mexico City right now, and their art scene is on fire, and museums, and cuisine, and we definitely want to do more exploring here. Okay. It's a wonderful country. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you have a car, or you took the, the bus, we just or took, how you? We, we rented a car when we went to Plan oh, okay. Parecio. We did. Um, but, and that was... Always and we rented a car when we went to Valladolid <laughs> as well. Always an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just know, everybody, that people pass on the right and the left. <laughs> Yes, I know. Yeah. I, we figured that out. Keep yeah. your head on the swivel. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, there are some, uh, yeah, there are some differences. Well, we, it's funny. We, we do go back and forth on should we get a car, should we get a, you know, couple things. I mean, first, it would help me. I go out every morning. I do all the buying for Soggy. I buy everything fresh every day. And I use my golf cart because it has a trunk on it. But after every stop, I have to go there and drop things off and go to the next one. It would be easier if I had a, had a, a truck or a Jeep or something. I think also in the case of... You know, if we ever were to get a hurricane, we'd want to be able to throw the dogs in the truck and you know, something higher up, get over the water. Because, you know, yesterday we had what? It rained all day. Right. And there were golf carts stalled all over the island because the puddles get so deep. There's When you're at sea level, there's nowhere for water to go. Right. So if we do get a vehicle, a, a car, um, it'll be some probably a truck or a Jeep that can, we can, you know, in case something happens, a big rain, big downpour or a hurricane, we can get out and be safe somewhere. Yeah. But as it is, we have a golf cart and a moto. Okay. Um, yeah. That's fine. Just yes. fine for the island. It's great. That's really and the dogs yeah. love going on golf cart rides. It's yes, the cutest thing. It brings me so much joy. They're like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah. So that well, makes they don't me have happy. to stick their head out the window. No. The whole thing's <laughs> window. Exactly. It's all open. Right. right. Awesome. Well, cool. I guess, you know, we, we talked about challenge. Any setbacks along the way? I, I wouldn't say setbacks. I mean, there, there are certainly frustrations. There, there are certainly frustrations, but I don't think we've had no, any setbacks. Not any There's setbacks. certainly nothing that's made us feel like, oh, what the, what are we doing? Oh here? gosh, no. I think that the most thing for us is um, we miss our people the most. We have amazing friends down here, uh, but we left amazing friends in Atlanta. Sure. But luckily, our best friend Catherine is actually coming on Friday, and she comes down like four times a year. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, we I have a friend have, like that. Yeah. You get a lot of visitors <laughs> when you move to Caribbean Island, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's always fun to have that, and it, it sort of. Fills me up again, you know. And sure. I've got that. Yeah. My parents were just here in October, so I'm, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. And I were here the, the month before that. Yes. So, it's yeah, it's been great. It's an easy place to get to. It's so. an, it really yeah. is Thankfully. an easy place to yeah. get to. Yeah. You know, it's 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 far enough removed in that you have to take multiple modes of transportation to get here, which I think discourages some people. Right. But it, it really, I mean, from Atlanta, again, two oh, hours. Oh, easy. You are oh, my here. gosh. You're easy. on the island in two hours. It's right. great. Really, it yeah. is. Yeah. Cool. Stuff. Um, what about any ahas or big epiphanies? Any, any? You know, the when I walk the dogs and it's beautiful outside, I just look around and 
thank God every day of this beautiful life that I have, truly. I mean, that's kind of the epiphany of live every single day as it's your last and not to be so cheesy, but it is one of those things where, wow, how lucky are we? Yeah. I think for me, what I realize and appreciate the most is maybe, I don't know if it's because we're on a very small island and and a lot of the, and I'll I'll talk about the the locals, the the Mexican nationals who live here and whose families have been here for generations. Uh, I I love the emphasis on, on family here. I love, I love the sense of community here. Uh, it's something that, you know, my sort of impartial, we don't have children, uh, my sort of impartial observation when we were back in the States was, you know, I'd see a, a family of two, three, four, whatever, and everyone's on their mobile devices and no one's oh, yeah. talking. And, and here you see that a little bit, but by and large for the, for the locals, for the, for the Mexican nationals here, when they are with their family, they are with their family and it is the entire family. It is from grandkids to great grand. I mean, it is everybody. I think one of our favorite times of year is, is New Year's. You know, you go to the Zocalo in town and everyone's there and they're drinking and dancing and partying. The kids are dancing, the grandparents. And then before sunrise, thousands of people go to Punta Sur to watch the sun come up for New Year's Day. And it's, there's just an incredible sense of, of, of family and community that I didn't realize was even really a thing. It's, it's, just, it's been a wonderful thing to experience here. So, yeah, a little... little uh surprise that and it's, it's yeah. wonderful because it's still hilarious when we walk out the next day and everyone's still set up still partying oh my gosh we'll have yeah we'll have gone to bed the stamina is unreal. Oh, unbelievable <laughs> maybe that's the epiphany of how do they do it <laughs> we got a three-year-old and an 83 year old and i'm like ready to go to bed and they're both like ready to go party more oh my gosh there was a wedding out um out, what two weeks no two months ago probably yeah and we left. We went and slept it's at Soggy. Right outside our, oh, on the street, right here outside the house. The band apparently didn't even go on until one o'clock in the morning. <sighs> we got back here at seven and they still had the speakers booming. I actually took a video and sent it to my girlfriends. I was like, this is still happening. <laughs> Eight o'clock on a Sunday morning. <laughs> yes. But well, I love that. Good you for know, them. That's exactly. amazing. I think and it's wonderful. Take the celebration to the fullest. I Absolutely. Think that's amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, uh, that was a fun. <laughs> yeah, but like in terms of like the the neg, you know, if there, I don't really don't think there's been anything negative that we, you know, again, it's it's not necessarily an easy life. If 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 a key breaks and had to go get a key made and you have to get something from Costco or Home Depot, it's not as easy as hopping in your car. It's, you take the moto or the golf cart to the ferry landing, you park, you get on the boat, you take the boat over to Puerto Juarez, you get a cab, you get the cab to go to Costco <laughs> or Home Depot, you load it up, you try to find a cab big enough to fit all your stuff. To come back and reverse that trip, so it's 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 you know it, it, it's not a negative thing. It's just it is what it is, right? It's an adventure. It's what you have to deal with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. We're not the only ones. Everybody does it. Exactly. So it's yeah. yeah. We all deal with it together. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I mean if that's the worst thing of our day. Seriously, yeah. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, cool. So so come back to your five year plan. Yeah. So you you said you kind of like tooled along and you know four years were like okay we we put this goal yeah. out there. And then, you know, all of a sudden it was here. So if you were wanting to give somebody else advice yes. on doing this, do you, do you think it's necessary to plan for five years? I know, I know you did, um, but it doesn't no. sound like it, there was, am no. I missing something? Was there a lot going on in those four no, well, years? Again, Not really? She, no. Um, she, Just life. They were kind of locked into that seven year lease. Right. Yeah. So that five years, she wasn't going to leave Shelly, her best friend who owned the store. They'd sure. been together for 15 years yeah. at that point, you know, 20 years total now. Um, and which was perfectly understandable. And I respect that completely. So, um, I don't necessarily think a five-year 
plan or even a, a multi-year plan. I think it depends on the individual. Right. What I would caution everyone to do, though, is come down and rent the place for three months, four yeah. months, five months, mm-hmm. six months. Right. Right. Come down and if you're going to be here, really be here without sort of that really long-term commitment. Find a long-term lease, a multiple-month lease, stay for four or five months, and see if you can do it, especially during the summertime when there's not a lot of tourists around. Right. It's blazing hot. There's not a lot of air. You have to deal with power outages and not have an AC. You have to deal with the water being shut off and not having water in your house. And because those are regular, those are common things that happen here. Right. And so if you're easily frustrated by those things, it probably isn't the place for you. Right. So I would say come down and spend enough time where you can deal with some of the, the frustrations that happen in every day, uh, in your everyday life here. And if you can deal with that, fantastic. I think that's the bigger test versus having sort of a, a long-term plan. Again, depending on the Find individual. out if your temperament yes. is yes. suitable if you've got is what you're saying. proper yes. patience pants. Yes. <laughs> Which I do not. I have had to learn patience. I've texted him. I'm like, put your patience pants on. Yeah. I slide back into my Atlanta road. If there's like four golf carts in front of me, I'm like, what the hell is going on up there? She's and like, I look honey. at him. Seriously? She's like, look where we are. But you're right, honey. You're right. Oh, that's yeah. cute. So we're learning as we are totally making this up and learning as oh, we go. Oh, definitely. Fake it till you make it. Right. Uh, cool. Well, that's awesome. Um, is there anything I didn't ask you that, that you'd like to share? I'm trying to think. I think that we covered most everything. Most everything. I, yeah. Oh, I, I think guess that, it is. I think okay. that last one, the, the transformation. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I okay. Ab- so tell I, me about your transformation. Yeah. I absolutely think that this has, has changed us. Oh, I, I mean, I, I'll speak for myself okay. and my, my mm-hmm. casual observations of my lovely wife. <laughs> but for me, I mean, again, the, the patience thing has been huge. I'm not, I have never in my life been a, a patient person. Um, which much to my detriment. I mean, I mean, my professional life, I've always been sort of, I want it now when I want it and I need it. Um, so that, that has been a, a big thing for me. It's, it's learning to sort of let water roll off a duck's back. There are things here that you can, you can affect and you can change. And there's a lot more that you cannot, right? And I've learned the hard way that manana does not mean tomorrow. It just means not today. So that, that's been, that's been tremendous. I think in terms of just personal growth, uh, it has been just an amazing experience. Again, just from the, the patient standpoint, from seeing the culture here, the local culture, and getting to experience another culture. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that for us as as Americans, especially in this day and age with the debate on immigration, and, you know, I'm not going to talk about who's, which side is right, wrong, which side you fall on or don't. It's interesting being on this side of, of, of that, you know, coming from America down to Mexico versus most people see it the other way. It's, a, it's an interesting debate. It's, it's, it's a wonderful perspective. I think that if anything, living outside of your native culture will give you a sense of perspective that inherently causes you to look at things differently and how people experience the world and, and what they want from the world. You know, and so I think for me, personal growth that way has been huge. Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. You and I did not get to spend, we only had, what, Sunday together when we were back yeah. in the States? Because right. I worked Tuesday to Saturday yeah. and, you know, crazy retail hours. And so we just didn't get to that Sunday was our only day and we came on vacation. We would spend every time, every second together. And now we actually get to spend so much amazing time together and it's been wonderful. And that, you know, that has been such a, such a gift. So, and I'm ruined to ever live a different life. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really enhanced your relationship. It has has. has. immensely. Yeah. 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 And not that it was ever, you know, but now we just realize how much more awesome we are. Right, exactly. I <laughs> how just much you enjoy each other. She's the awesome one. I just ride her coach. Oh, please. Oh. Yeah, and we do. We do. 
<laughs> we, we have we have a good time yes, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking oh, the time. Thank to you for do the interview. It's, thank you for doing it's, this. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. And I'll definitely um, add your website to the show notes so oh, that okay. people want to check out your awesome business. Great. Thank, I, you. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. And if there's any other links, you can send them to me. Sure. And we'll sure. Include those as well. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you. All right. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We invite you to visit www.overseasliferedesign.com and take the Are You Ready for an Overseas Life Relocation Readiness Quiz? We'd also love for you to become part of our OLR community on Facebook. Thank you for listening.